PJ, right now we're going to talk a little baseball before we get to that. Let's get to some scores. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling all right tonight about Joel Embiid. So, officially announced as the MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. We just had a ceremony. MVP chance, filling up the arena in Philadelphia, holding his young child. He's ready to go off tonight. I'm doubling up. Embiid, oh. over 25.5 points, minus 120. Embiid's dropping 40 tonight, probably 15 boards. Philly's winning this game outright. So, small on Philadelphia, plus 2.5. Big, big on Embiid, over 25.5 points. This might be my favorite play of the NBA playoffs. He's coming off a stinker. He was ripped on social media. He's the MVP of the league. He was the scoring champion. He averaged 30 a game. And I like this matchup tonight against Boston. My biggest you thing... You uh, No, I like Boston tonight. I apologize. I just mean with Embiid. Oh. Oh yeah, with Embiid, absolutely. Okay, How that's my MVP. You're yeah, talking no, about right I like I like the logic. Absolutely. What's his uh points prop tonight again? 20? 25 and a half minus yeah. one twenty. Yeah, no, I like that. I think he's gonna go over that. I'm his with son's you. there. I Arthur. like the logic. I I just don't know if in, Embiid having a big game correlates with the Philadelphia win. Like it just, I don't know if that's gonna be the case. I think the Sixers need to get out and run like they did in Game One. They need to push the tempo. Having Embiid on the floor, like he's the MVP, he's your best player, you need him to get his touches, but you have to kind of slow the pace down, and that works in Boston's favor if it's a half-court game. So I just don't think it's a good matchup for Philadelphia, but maybe they can win tonight. I think they're going to win one of these two games. I think it's going to be a split 2-2 heading back to Boston for Game 5. But Yeah, yeah I, uh, I'm, I'm staying away from this game tonight, but I would lean the Celtics. I do like your Embiid play, though. I think he has a nice game. Yeah, Boston could win. That's fine with me. Yeah, preferably by one, and Bede goes off for at least forty. Uh, right now in Major League Baseball, we got the Blue Jays up two to nothing on Knicks Pirates. The Blue Jays minus seven hundred favorites. That game in the top of the fifth. Rich Hill pitching tonight for the Pirates. Vlad already has an RBI single, which is good for my fantasy baseball team. We're uh, one and four right now, Peach. So we could use anything. Cincinnati up 2-0 right now on the disaster that is the Chicago White Sox. Lance Lynn already threw 61 pitches in the bottom of the fourth. That's the Apple TV game. Live total in that game, 7.5. The White Sox plus 480 on the money line to the Reds. Tampa Bay, as we mentioned, up 4-0 already on the Yankees. That game's in the bottom of the fourth. Blue Jays up 1-0 on the Phillies. Boston, I'm sorry, Boston up 1-0 on the Phillies. Boston's a minus 108 favorite. The total in that game, 7.5. Did you play the over there? I did. We need some runs. Yeah, Chris Sale, all five of his starts this season in the games that he's pitched, the total score has been eight runs or more in all of them. So I like that. Red Sox overs are like 26 and 10, 23 and 10 this season or something like that. They've been unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, I liked another over tonight. Uh, Braves up 1-0 right now on Baltimore. That game in the bottom of the second. All right, let's talk some baseball. We got two teams that we thought were World Series contenders coming into the season. One team I didn't buy into. The other I did buy into just because they've been ruining my life for the last three decades. And let's start actually with the St. Louis Cardinals. 10-22. and 22. So my biggest worry coming into the season was the rotation, man. Because last year, look what they got from Adam Wainwright, who's 55 years old. Jack Flaherty was injured the majority of the season, came back late. He's back on the IL right now, got hurt the other day. I don't love the bullpen. But you look at that lineup, and it's just absolutely stacked. You have Nolan Arenado, you have Paul Goldschmidt, who they got for basically nothing a couple of years ago. Both guys uh, among the top six, top seven to win MVP in the National League, yet they're sitting there at 10-22. and 22. Do you think the St. Louis Cardinals could turn it around in a really bad division where you have the Pittsburgh Pirates, you have my Chicago Cubs, and you have the Milwaukee Brewers, who I thought were going to be sellers at the deadline. Still, maybe they are. But uh, they're overperforming for what I had them expected at right now, man. And um, I really need them to be sellers at the deadline. I mean, Ryan, I want to say yes, but I feel like 
The reason I would say yes is because it's the Cardinals, right? And we've just been so used to them being like so good for so long. But you watch them play, they're just not good. Their starting pitching is atrocious. Arenado's really struggling this season. Jordan Walker, who was like their big-time prospect, got called down to the minors. Yep, I played him to win National League uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Bad choice. Yeah, they're, they're really struggling. I mean, Goldie's doing his thing. Wilson Contreras is having a nice year, but... Outside of that, man, their offense is really, really struggling. Um, you know, the manager's not very good either. Their home field advantage isn't what it used to be. Like, you watch a St. Louis Cardinals game at home, and you just kind of expected them to win. It was one of the best home fields in baseball. They're struggling. You mentioned the one thing that is a benefit to them is their division. You look at the NL Central right now, every team in that division is currently on a losing streak except for for your Cubbies, who snapped the three-game skid today yeah. after that win. But they also lost three straight to the Washington Nationals, including in a game where Patrick Corbin uh, Yeah, pitched, that so. is correct. Yeah. But the Pirates have lost four in a row. The Brewers have lost four in a row. The Cardinals have lost six in a row. The Reds have lost one in a row. So the division is not very good. The Pirates have had a really nice season, but I think they're starting to come down to earth a little bit. The Brewers got off to a great start, but their offense is now starting to cool off like we kind of expected at the start of the season. So... Ryan, I'm not buying this Cardinals rebuild. I, I think the odds are what they are because they wear the St. Louis Cardinals across their jer- chest, across their jersey, but it's just not a good baseball team. I'm actually shocked to see that Jack Flaherty officially isn't on the uh, IL yet, but uh, his last start, he got pulled after two and one third, gave up nine hits, ten runs, all earned, gave up a homer, walked one, and somehow struck out three. His ERA is almost at a seven right now. Also, why are they laying <laughs> minus 225 on the money line tonight against the Tigers? The Cardinals? Yeah. Tigers just swept the Mets. I know the Tigers aren't very good, but the Cardinals are 10 and 22. Why right. are the Cardinals? Is the Cardinals run line just a play? Like who, that's no, I mean. Because who in their right <laughs> mind would, would take any? I mean, you got Jordan Montgomery on the bump. He's 2-4 and four this season with a 3-3-4 ERA. I guess the reason they're such big favorites, I think that says more about Boyd, who's 1-2 with a 5-4-7. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, but my goodness. I mean, you really want to lay minus 225? No. Right, no, no, that's no. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But would you take this bet? Would you go odds to make the postseason right now for the Cardinals, plus 210. Odds to win the NL Central. Again, that division does stink, plus 375. i got to be honest. I'd stay away from both the Brewers scare yes. me a little bit right now. The Cubs have talent. They're, I mean, they're back to five hundred. But let's say, see, I don't know what they do with the deadline. The Cubs, yeah. though, man, because they really just don't have the pitching. Kyle Hendricks has been getting absolutely destroyed in his rehab starts. Stroman and Steele have been pretty good. I mean, Ryan, the Cardinals are seven games out of the wild card right now. Maybe Knicks Pirates are the team. Maybe. I don't know. The way they've been playing lately, I'm buying into my happiness this year. (laughs) I'm not buying into a playoff. Well, for for guys like me and Nick, we're just NPJ, who's an Orioles fan. Nick's a Pirates fan. I'm a Cub fan. It's been a rough couple years. Your team's 20-12, and though. I know they're losing right now to the Blue Jays 4 nothing. We're going to the bottom of the fifth. But 20-12, and did you expect that the first 32 games of the season? Oh, no. I did not expect 500. If he did, he'd be lying to you. Yeah, Yeah. that would be a (laughs) bold-faced lie. It was a great first month. This is going to be a tough month for them. If they can get through this month, 500 in May, then I'll start to buy in a little bit because they have a lot of AL East. They got a lot of Mariners. They got a lot of tough opponents in May. What's your biggest concern for the team? Like, if they're going to fall apart, what will it be? It's just because of the youth? The just because of the youth? I think it's the starting pitching because in that first month, the starting pitching was so above and beyond really good. Like, Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez were much better than we expected, and the young guns in Contreras and Oviedo were really good. 
We see Velasquez is injured now. If they sustain another injury, are they going to be able to keep that up because their pitching was a big reason for that hot start? So 20-12 and 12 on the season, eight games above 500, and they're still plus 550 to win the NL Central. I think the market's saying they're not for real. Cubs plus 500, they're definitely not for real this year, maybe next year, maybe the year after that. The Cardinals still plus 375, despite being 10-22 uh, and 22 on the season. They have better odds to win the division than the Cubs. And then the Brewers are sitting there, minus 145 to win the NL Central. What are your thoughts on the Yankees? So 17-15 and 15 on the season, down big right now to the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the best team in baseball. I did bet them plus 350 to win the division before the season. I didn't buy into the Yankees, man. I thought there was going to be some regression, way too many injuries. Judges out, Stanton's hurt per usual. Their odds to make the playoffs right now, though, still minus 220. And their odds to win the AL East, plus 425. What would you do there? Anything with the Yanks? I just, man, I mean, you have the Rays at minus 165 in the East. The Blue Jays plus 350, I'd rather bet. Then the Yanks at plus 450. Your O's at 16 to 1. And the uh, Red Sox at 30 to 1. What would you do there? Yeah, there's no chance I'm laying juice with the Yankees to make the playoffs. Now, they are one game out of the wild card. So, that's why the odds are what they are. The AL East, Ryan, I don't think they're going to win it. There are just too many teams to climb. That division is so good. And what actually hurts the Yankees this year is the balanced schedule. So they're not going to get as many games in the division where they can make ground like they maybe normally would in previous seasons. And just look at how they're playing against the division. I mean, they they can't beat Tampa Bay. They they uh, they struggled against Toronto. So I mean, we'll see, man. I'm just this Yankees team again. They didn't do anything to improve their lineup. No. In the off season, that team is Judge. And everybody else, like LeMayu's good, but that's really all it is. And their starting pitching is Garrett Cole and everybody else. Carlos Rodon still isn't even sniffing the mound yet, so the Yankees are in trouble. Boone, like he's not a he's not a good manager. I don't think he's bad. He's like okay. It's just again, it's much like the Cardinals. Like they're just the Yankees, so you expect them to figure it out. But Ryan, if you remember, they got off to such that ridiculous start last year, and then after that. We saw that they were just like kind of an okay baseball team, and that's what they've been to start this season. We were talking off the break. Like, I'm almost surprised that they're 17 and 15. Yeah. They feel like an under 500 ball club to me. So, if I'm a Yankees fan, I honestly am pretty happy the fact they're above 500 because it certainly doesn't seem like they're playing that way. Especially with the Andrews. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they got to get healthy. Right. I guess being two games above 500 is a good thing when you consider the fact like your big pickup was Carlos Rodon. He hasn't even, he did his first interview since spring training and we thought he was going to come back. He's got a chronic back issue and now uh, his return's been delayed further. I just, I don't know when he's coming back. I don't know how they improved that pitching staff, but it's the Yankees. So you know with the deadline, they're probably going to make a big move. They'll end up with Corbin Burns or something like that. We'll talk some Yankees. We'll talk some Cardinals. We'll also talk about the good teams like the Tampa Bay Rays, like the Atlanta Braves who have a one nothing lead on the Orioles in the third inning. 